listening to the Crossum Wrestling Entertainment Podcast. Uh oh, we can't hear Noah. Good morning, everybody. Yeah. Or should I say early afternoon? You know, those uh COVID type of Zoom calls are calls that you would be on there always on mute when you don't want to be, right? So, anywho, welcome <laughs> to this episode of Crossum Wrestling Entertainment. It is myself, Noah Cross, my best friend Tyler Bard. We are joined by Joe, Dylan, and Kyle, who joined us on the last episode, and we all submitted our picks to oh, see yes, what did. type of matches what outcomes would happen at aew full gear which happened just last night there is our bracket in front of you obviously dylan's mom making an appearance here for the cody versus darby match and oh boy would that one come with some complications there but we will get to that i am excited to jump into it uh let's hit the ground running there was a buy-in match kyle i want to take me through the buy-in quickly i know you just watched it there was a buy-in match yeah, that was Serena Deeb, the NWA Women's World Champion, defending her title against Allison Kay. Uh, that was a pretty good match overall. Uh, nothing super crazy happened throughout, but overall it was pretty entertaining. Um, after the match ended, Thunder Rosa came out and teased another title match in the future with mm. Serena Deeb. So we will see what happens there. I love Thunder Rosa. I hope she becomes uh, a champion in AEW very soon. Nice. Be dope. No, absolutely. All right. Thank you very much, Kyle, for taking us through the buy-in. They did move the Orange Cassidy match uh, versus John Silver to the main card, which, if you ask me, was a good move. So with that being said, let's roll into last night's pay-per-view of AEW Full Gear, which hit the ground running, ladies and gentlemen, with Kenny Omega versus Hangman Page, a winner of this world title eliminator tournament would have been chosen here in this match. The sweeper ladies were back and Tyler made a note here saying he enjoyed that very much. So welcome back sweeper ladies. Uh, the fight had a main event five before it even began. Big chops to start off the match back and forth, but Omega would hit a hurricane Rana knocking hangman out of the ring before he'd be uh, countered with a big boot. Um, the ring chemistry was insane as both men really enjoy working together. And you could see it here in this match. This match leaked outside the ring and uh, the two traded chops until Kenny eventually gained control with a moonsault off the barricade. Hangman hit a huge clothesline knocking Kenny back to the uh, to the outside, but Kenny would avoid a suicide dive and reverse into the ring with a baseball slide and a suicide dive of his own. Kenny took a stiff hit to his neck on a fireman carry roll through. Um, Tyler said he was going to watch that, and I think he enjoyed uh, he enjoyed that spot there very much. Hangman hit a powerbomb twice on Omega for a two-count. Uh, a battle of pushes ensued back and forth until Omega spiked Adam with the double-hook DDT for a close two-count. Page then hit a dead-eye for a two-count, dropping Omega uh, square on his head and neck. Omega... I'm sorry, Hangman set up a buckshot, but Kenny reversed into a crucifix that Hangman reversed into a schoolboy for a two and a half count. So a lot of false finishes here, and you love to see it. Two big triggers into a uh, into a contested one-winged angel gave Kenny the three-count victory, and Hangman fought until his very last breath. Oh my gosh, talk about starting a show. Oh Tyler. God, yeah. Tyler, take us through what your thoughts were during this match. 
This was so great. And I hate to jump right to the end right away, but what I, there was a moment of the ending that I loved. And I wrote that note that said, 2v triggers into a contested one winged angel gave Kenny the three count victory. And by contested, I mean the whole time Hangman was up there, he's like, no, 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 no. Like he could feel it coming and he's like trying to fight it off. But Kenny just had just that much more strength to get hangman down for the count and uh what an incredible way to start the night off absolutely kyle what were your thoughts on the opening contest i dug it i thought it was really cool it was really intense really high impact i thought that was cool i do like that i don't think that they totally went all out on each other because they're they're gonna meet many more times in the future Mm. and i think leaving us wanting a little bit more from that match is exactly what they should have done. They did it. And I think it was really, really well done. Awesome. Dylan opening contest thoughts. What a match. That was the match I was most looking forward to in the last show. I picked it to be match of the night and wow, what a match. And as Tyler said, that ending, where have you seen that before? Where have you ever seen somebody battling to their last breath right before a finisher? Amazing. What a match. Mm, for sure. Uh, and Joe, did you catch any of the show? I, I mean, I didn't, didn't think you did, but. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, but but I did have Tyler texting me occasionally to tell me I was killing it. He there was. you go. You did. So we'll, we'll get your reaction at the end once we the have all the outcomes. Need, but <laughs> this was bad looks for uh, for Kyle Angel Torres down there. The only one who picked Hangman out the gate. For sure, for sure. But I don't want to. I don't want to give any spoilers. We'll see how that one played out. So that was our opening contest. Overall, fantastic match. Two guys who really know how to tear it up. Worked together a lot. Really fun stuff. Our next contest of the evening of AEW Full Gear would be John Silver versus Orange Cassidy. Tyler, you want to take us through this one, my friend? Yeah, this was another match. I think we were all looking forward to, um, but we all expected it to be a bit of a joke match almost like just a a few little spots and laughs and nothing all that great. But it actually ended up being pretty entertaining in the uh, physical aspect of the match as well. So the entire Dark Order minus Brody Lee accompanied Silver to the ring, but left. Uh, as OC came down to the ring with the best friends. So the, none of the uh, friends or uh, Dark Order stayed at ringside for this match. They let the guys handle it themselves. Uh, but Freshly Squeezed would not be outdone by gimmicks and immediately went to the shin kicks and to the big drop kick to start this beautiful match off. Um, for anyone who doesn't fully know, the shin kicks always get a great reaction from the crowd and this crowd was no different this crowd was so hype and we're going to talk about them later in the night as well because there were some moments where this crowd was super into it um but then unfortunately tragedy struck and silver ripped off so uh cassidy's pockets so now he has nowhere to put his hands in the match uh this had to lead to only enrage orange cassidy as the match went on but Silver showed some strength, hitting some awesome chop-like kicks to Cassidy's chest while it's constantly flexing and showing off to the crowd. OC tried to gain momentum back, but Silver was too strong, reversing a spinning DDT into a suplex. Yes, a spinning DDT. He caught Cassidy midair and turned it into a suplex. And then he had a flex break. And then uh, he'd been beating down OC. Once again, OC kicked out at one. Another flex break. There was another spinning DDT from OC that was more epic this time as he didn't get caught, nearly causing a three count out of absolutely nowhere. 
Silver had a one-armed gorilla press into a rope drop. OC gained regain, uh, regained control with yet another DDT, but it was not enough again. Flex break. There was a stunner into a pump kick into the spin doctor, but OC kicks out at two. Silver lined up for a win, but OC pulled off a walk-off win with an orange punch into his finishing maneuver to clinch the win. I was shocked to see that come outcome because it looked like Silver had it lined up almost the whole match. Mm. Um, I just couldn't believe that they let it happen that quickly. I feel like it could have developed a little bit more, but overall, John Silver showed he uh, he's one of the big dogs. He belongs up here fighting these guys. For sure, and I'd have to agree with that. Like we said before, we thought this was going to be a fun match, maybe a little gimmicky, and these guys went in there and had a damn good wrestling match. So, Dylan, what'd you think of this one? Uh, before I before I talk about the match, can I just say how good John Silver is? Like John oh, Silver, yeah. not only in the ring, but I mean, like this guy is so funny. Like I'm um, being the elite, he is so funny, and in the ring, like he was just he was having his way, and it was awesome. Absolutely. I I really like John Silver. Uh, overall, the match. I was not expecting how it went, but it was great. Yeah, as uh, Justin said, excellent match. I would agree. It was pretty freaking good. Absolutely. And Kyle, what would you think of this one, my friend? Yeah, to uh, to echo what Dylan said, I'm a real big fan of John Silver. I think John Silver is incredible. Another guy I've been an, a fan of for a good few years, and he's insane. And one of the things I loved in this match, I'm pretty sure he did it twice. Uh, you said it's called the Spin Doctor, the Spinning Rack Bomb. How many rotations he got oh, on that rack you bomb? You believe that? Twice. Yeah. He did it twice, and I was I lost it. How many times he just rotated with it? It looked nuts. It was so yeah. I believe cool. Taz I, coined or not Taz. Uh, Jr. coined it the spin doctor. So I was like, all right, yeah. I'll go with that. I think I've heard them call it that before, but I think the way he did it this time, it was just crazier than wow, any other time huh? I've seen him do it. It was crazy. <laughs> um, the mat- match was match was great. Loved it. They're, yeah, they're both incredible. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. And absolutely, this was one hell of a match. Uh, it was a great one, obviously, on this card. And I, it just was – if you ask me, this match, the one we're going to talk about next and the first one, the action was nonstop. It was so fun. Um, Joe, I, I know you love – like OC. I was going to say, Joe, you love Orange Cassidy, your, your boy. How do you feel? Well, I knew this had to be a really good match because it was one of the rare times during the night where Tyler didn't – uh, text me a blow by blow. <laughs> so I knew he was just super engaged. So I, I knew a good match was happening. Yeah, it was. It was definitely one of the better ones. Mm. Very good. Very oh, good. Yeah. All right. Well, fantastic. Next. Next up on our evening here, uh, we have. Darby Allen versus Cody Rhodes for the TNT Championship. Oh my freaking gosh. What yeah. a match. I was excited yeah. about this one. Uh, as you all know, I love Cody Rhodes. I love Darby Allen. Uh, I was excited going into this one. I said it was going to be my match of the night. And well, I, if you ask me, in my heart at least, it delivered, even though my man Cody, as no. we'll see here, didn't get the best of Tyler, were you going to say something? Excuse me really quick. Yes. Because I know you didn't get to see this part live. You had to go back and watch it. So I'm not sure if you saw this part that was really important and really incredible before the match began. But there was a really awesome moment that we were all all wrestling fans who are Mm -hmm. uh, really into Cody Rhodes were waiting for this moment. And it was when Justin Roberts came down to the ring and said, Cody Rhodes! 
and got to fully introduce him with his full name, followed by the Cody Rhodes, Cody Rhodes. And they went nuts because finally Cody has his name back. Yes, absolutely. And that was a, an article or a headline that I saw over the weekend, I think Thursday or Friday, that Cody was going to be able to call himself Cody Rhodes again. And obviously here at Full Gear, they were able to re-debut his real name and he can actually say it, which is always good to see. So we'll jump into the action here. This match began with technical exchanges and showmanship. Cody is thrown out uh, of the ring by Darby's reversals, throwing him into a mirror. A minor fit. Darby is uh, showing just how technical he is, tricking Cody into ducking a suicide dive and then just got smacked uh, by a shoulder tackle. Cody would then catapult Dar Darby over the top rope onto the stage, um, dropping Darby insanely hard. Darby seemed oh, yeah. to be. He started moaning. I thought oh, he yes. was like, I thought he actually got hurt. He was really like retching in pain. Oh, yes. Darby seemed to be injured here or at least shook it up, to say the least. Um, I think, honestly, that's the second time I've, I've worried about Darby. The first one, if you could remember, <laughs> yeah. uh, when he was um, in that body bag a couple of months ago. Oh, and yeah, I, I knew exactly where you're going with that. Exactly. <laughs> Can uh, you stop Dar throwing this man over the top rope, please? Exactly. <laughs> uh, on, onto the stage, nonetheless. Like, I mean... You would think there's not a lot of room for error because it's closer to the top rope, but he, it's, he hits hard every time. Uh, Cody took full advantage of the injury to Darby's arm and beat him senseless, but Darby kicked out at one. Cody hit a hip toss into an arm bar, again focusing on the arm, then changing to a hammer lock and rolling him into a short one count. This match was uh, very methodical, moving slowly as Cody just took Darby to school and beat the hell out of him. Cody would then be showboating, obviously, push-ups in the ring, showing that he is the true American nightmare that we all know him to be. A huge avalanche shoulder breaker, uh, and Darby would kick out. Cody missed a moonsault and ran into um, and abandoned a turnbuckle. Uh, Darby hits a destroyer for a wild near fall, briefly stunning the champion. Exposed turnbuckle by accident, uh, Cody ran into it, and there was a near fall just after that. An avalanche crossroads off the top rope honestly took my breath away. Mm. Uh, to me, that was just over. I, I was shocked. Uh, but as the oh, wrestling no. fans, yep, as the wrestling fans we are, we know that Darby was way too close to the ropes, and his arm would just make it underneath. A good move by the referee to spot that and stop the count at two. Cody would set up for a moonsault, but Darby got uh, sleepier on Cody. Cody climbs up the rope with Darby on his back, and they both fall down, throwing Darby outside where he met an, a nine count to climb back into the ring just before 10. Darby came back into a bunch of body slams by Cody over and over and over. Gorilla Plus into a slam by Cody for a two count. Close call of a last supper. And then Darby would hit a stunner into a coffin drop for a two and a half count. That was so, so close. Five quick roll-ups and then Darby would steal the win from Cody Rhodes. Oh my gosh, ladies and gentlemen, our new TNT champion, Darby freaking Allen. What a match, a show of class, Cody handing the championship over. TNT on Twitter actually already changed their bio to Darby <laughs> Allen is our champion. It is quite a time to be a wrestling fan, especially if you're a Darby Allen fan. So like I said, I, I said this would be my match of the night. If you asked me, it lived up to it. Even though my favorite Cody Rhodes lost, there was a show of class here, an emotional bout. Kyle, what did you think of this one? Uh, as we talked about last week, Darby Allen is one of my absolute favorite wrestlers in this company. And you guys know me. You've watched shows together before. You know I don't really react to stuff like, like that. That's not really 
my thing. I don't go okay, crazy you're not a jumping out of your seat guy. Not, I'm not a jumping out of my seat guy. No, not at all. Uh, he got the three count here, and I damn near jumped out of my seat, and I was screaming. <laughs> I was, I was so happy, dude. I, I love Darby. Darby is freaking incredible. I think he's one of the best people on the entire roster. I'm so, so happy he's a champion in this company, and I cannot wait to see him kill it with that title. Absolutely, Tyler. Oh yeah, this was really fun and i at first i don't know if you guys agree with me here but it almost felt like cody was just gonna put him in the ground (laughs) he was really in the beginning of the match was beating the hell out of him and we all have seen that darby can take quite the beating he's had quite a few matches where he just refuses to go down and we keep thinking he's gonna do it and then he loses um you know his match against mox was intense he's had a few good matches against some of the other guys as well um but I am glad it worked out the way it did. I would have loved to see Cody retain uh, because I picked him. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> but unfortunately, that wasn't the case. Mm, absolutely. Dylan, what did you think of this one, my friend? It was it was a great match. I'm not going to lie. When he hit that avalanche crossroads, that was it. I thought mm. for sure that's how you end the match. And, I mean, to that point, Cody did dominate. So I was surprised they even hit that. But Darby... Resilient as always gets the hand under the rope. I I also I also am a huge Darby Allen fan, and I only was introduced to him maybe a year or so before AEW was created. Mm-hmm. And my oh my, he's wrestling. Is, yep, that's exactly yep. And uh, he is. I've, I mean, I've just watched him for now so long in person that it's it's great to see him succeed. So I'm, I'm happy for him. Yes, Bill is correct. That crossroads off the top rope was great. It was magical. Joe, you did pick this one right, my friend. I see your message here in our <laughs> private chat. Congratulations. What do you think? <laughs> Darby Allen, TNT champion. You called it. Well, yeah, listen, this was obvious from a mile away. <laughs> I'm, for anybody who didn't pick this one correctly, it, it's hard to call yourself a wrestling fan. <laughs> <laughs> And here's why. And I think as you're living the match, and it sounds like Cody was beating the bejesus out of Darby. He was. Hmm, how do these championship matches usually go when the one guy starts beating the crap out of the other guy? Tyler, you at that point, I hope you were like, damn it, I should have listened yeah, to Yeah, I wasn't one. feeling great. Uh, because to. unless it's Brock Lesnar beating yeah, the hell out of someone, it usually doesn't go than the champion. <laughs> <chamber>. <laughs> That's the only time it usually works out. But no, I'm, I'm happy for Darby. Just disappointed in myself. <laughs> I think this will uh, be a short reign for Darby. I don't think this needs to go on for, for more than a couple months. Okay. Good call. Good call. We'll remember that. We'll see where this goes, as you see there on your screen if you're watching live. And if not, it's Cody Rhodes handing the championship over to Darby Allen and saying, hey, you beat me fair and square. Yes, emotional Darby for sure. And Cody is saying, you are the champion now. Just after the match, Darby would get brutalized by uh, Taz and uh, Starks would come out and they would attack Darby Allen. Uh, Will Hobbs would make the save, as we've seen before. The recipe kind of stayed the same there. From his arm getting crushed, uh, thank God, as Tyler put oh here. Oh, my in strip, God. I don't know about sure. you guys, but I was like, I was like curling. Yeah, I was like, no, no, no. Yeah, no. I, I thought it was going to happen, man. I was so scared. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> please don't slam his car, his ham in the door, please. Yeah. <laughs> Disaster oh was avoided thanks to Will Hobbs again making the save there for Darby Allen. So we have a new TNT champion. Darby freaking Allen. Love to see it. Love to see it. Next up, we would have some women's action here. And uh, Tyler, I'll let you take this one away, sir. 
Oh, how kind of you. My favorite match of the night, and you let yeah. me take it. Thank you. So <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh, no, I just I have to open the script here, so I'm just going to pretend like I have something important to say. Here we go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, this was honestly, I'm I'm being facetious. This wasn't as bad as I uh, always make it out to be. Um, I enjoy Nyla Rose. I have uh, enjoyed some of the work she's done in the ring. I am a big, as most of the guys here know, I'm a big Vicky Guerrero fan. Um, so I, I love whenever she can get involved in a match, and she did so this evening. So it started out with Sheeta coming out, uh, fired from a cannon, taking it to Nyla early. She hit a running knee on the apron, knocking Nyla to the outside. Nyla eventually regained control, hitting a clothesline. That referee, uh, Aubrey Edwards, had to break up the brawl on the outside, causing a distraction where Vicky could take the kendo stick to Sheeta's leg. So all of this craziness on the outside made Aubrey have to go, hey, let's get back in the ring. And the second she's over with Nyla, Vicky takes advantage. Love you, Vicky. Nyla would use the ring frame to her advantage, bending Sheeta's knee backwards and then smashing it into the ring post. Nyla took full control, utilizing a ground and pound method where uh, she could just take full control of that match. Uh, Sheeta met Nyla on the top rope, but avoided a senton after falling off of the ropes. Sheeta then actually hit a suplex on Nyla, which was pretty dang impressive. Um, Nyla is one of the bigger performers for the women's division. Um, so to have someone be able to lift her up over their head was was a pretty impressive feat. Uh, Sheeta rallied again on one leg, climbing the ropes to stop Nyla from uh, climbing, delivering a punt, knocking her to the outside and hitting a diving drop kick. Back to the top rope, she hit another drop kick for a two count. Nyla hits a big power bomb, but barely gets a cover for a one count. Avalanche Falcon Arrow pulls uh, Nyla up at two, which, um, what are you doing? I, I don't think Nyla was about to kick out. She literally hits a falcon arrow off the ropes and then is like, you're not a heel. Why are you pulling up Nyla's head like you have her? You have this one match, this, this match one, but whatever. She goes down to the ring. Uh, Vicky gets involved again, which is at the point where I thought Nyla was going to maybe win this match off of a distraction. Uh, but there was another kind of broken falcon arrow. Uh, into a face kick where she kicked out at two again. A flurry of kicks and knees secured the Sheeta win, though. Uh, Vicky came in screaming as the match finished uh, and slapped Nyla across the face for uh, not gaining the victory. Uh, that's how this wrapped up. Uh, a little lackluster, if you ask me. Yeah, I'd have to agree there, Tyler. I thought it was a little lackluster as well. The kickouts by Nyla towards the end uh, weren't really kickouts. That was one thing I noticed. I, I mean, it was, wasn't really impactful. When you look at the kickouts in any other match, you know, it's a big match. You're trying to win a championship, and you're going to do a little more than just roll over. Um, I don't know. This match just didn't do it for me completely. Yeah, uh, she better be careful, or she's going to go to impactful. <laughs> okay, then. Wow, shots fired here in CrossFit Wrestling Entertainment. Dylan, uh, take us through what your thoughts were on this one. Uh, first of all, yeah, I want to agree with what you said with those kickouts. I swear she just, like, rolled. It was yeah, never, no. like, puts the arm up, kicks out. Like, it was very, like, just lackluster of kickouts. Um, I mean, I picked Nyla because Vicky was there. I thought maybe this was the end. But every time I think Sheeta's reign's going to end, it doesn't. So I have no idea where they're going with this. That's why um, I stopped picking against her. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I guess I guess Britt Baker has to be the one to take the title, right? That That's, makes sense. Uh, it has to be her. 
No, and I knew I asked you to be on the show for a reason. (laughs) That's got to be what they're leading up for, right? Like they had Moxley have this title reign so Kenny can do it. Now this is the same. Mm. Just making Britt seem even like bigger. I don't know. Um, I just, I, yeah, that's my thoughts. Gotcha. Kyle. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I have a very hard time getting into Nyla matches. I don't think she's bad. And I think one day I think she'll be very good. Um, but I don't think she's up to par with pretty much the rest of that roster. They have mm. incredible women in that roster that they, for whatever reason, don't use to the fullest extent that they should. Um, it was very hard for me to get into this match. It wasn't awful, like they were saying. It wasn't like the worst match. I was I was mildly entertained, but there's plenty of other people on the roster other than Nyla that could be in that spot and have better matches. But as I said, I do think that she has potential to be really good. I just think she needs more time, but she shouldn't be in this spot. I think that's just me though. Okay, no, I, I got you. That was good. Uh, Joe, what do you think? You pick Sheeta. She won, but usually happens. What do you think of the big retention here? Um, the, you know, I think I said beforehand, I thought this storyline was stupid. Uh, I think someone had even suggested mm-hmm. it kind of run its course. Clearly, it had, and I, I, I don't think that's what you're looking for in AEW. It, it seems like they had been putting some focus on the women, but this was a horrible match. Not that I saw it, but just from the feel I'm getting from the room. Um, here's the other thing I would say about these two. When I was a kid, the women's champion was the fabulous Moolah, and. You guys know who that is? She's a, a, a Hall of no. Fame wrestler. <laughs> well, here's the thing, guys. Nobody cared about women's wrestling until Wendy Rector came along and beat her. And then that eventually turned into Tori Wilson and Trish Stratus. And, well, need I continue? Um, I think the ladies' champion has to look good. I think that's important. You know? Just like I, I want the heavyweight champion to be Rip. It can't be mm. like... You know what I'm saying? You can't be like a big doughboy champion. That, 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 nobody wants that. Uh, you know what I mean? You, sir. Nobody wants that. You I'm want that. Kevin you Owens want that you want to be the champion. <laughs> Kevin Owens says, go screw yourself. <laughs> yeah, that's... Uh... <laughs> no, no, fair enough. Differ. Joe, I'd have to agree. You, you, and no matter which division, no matter who you are, you want your champion to look good. I mean, that's what you want. They're, they're your champion. That's the, supposed mm-hmm. to be the pinnacle of that division. And if they can't have that strong storyline, that strong storytelling with whoever their opponent is, it's ultimately going to lower the value of that championship. So, I, I mean, I agree with what you're saying. Does anybody here care about Sheeta? Was anybody glad she won? Was anybody like, ah, yes? I mean, yeah, other no. than because we picked it? No. I mean, <laughs> what a horrible match for a pay-per-view. I'm no, a, I, I'm a big I'm a big Sheeta fan, so I'm gonna have to really disagree with you there. I think okay. she is incredible. I I, I think Shida. I can get behind something that Joe is saying though. You want your champion to to look to look the part. I get I get that. Um, which is why I'm glad the uh, for the other brand in WWE that the briefcase is no longer on this man. Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking of when I was talking. I'm like, yeah, I don't want to see that. Hold on, hold on. Why Why is this picture even in our queue? Uh, like, because what? I had to make a point. <laughs> okay. I will say this, though. I, Sheeta can do it. Sheeta can be that face of your division. I just They just need to feed her more people. That's the and problem. She needs they to have more ring time and more presence mm. and, uh, exactly. you know, not just fight and leave. Exactly. 
So with that being said, as, as we were talking about, uh, that match ended, which it seems like that relationship between Vicky and yeah. Nyla might have soured a little bit. Mm-hmm. But speaking of relationship that is not even close to sour, we want to talk about a few of our friends over at Clovercrest Media. We have a quick ad that we would like to run for you here. So please take a watch and take a listen. I would just like to point out that a few weeks ago, Jace said that Mac Jones was garbage. Hurry up here for Alabama. Play action. Mac Jones wants it all. Long ball man there. Got him. Matching touchdown. I'm not sold on Mac Jones. In the red zone, Alabama with three minutes and change remaining in the half. Jones fires to the corner. Devontae Smith. Touchdown, Alabama. When I was 12 years old, I became a Jack Nicholson superfan. This happened almost overnight on an evening in February 1997 when I first saw The Shining. Here's Johnny! In those 20 plus years, I never stopped being a Jack superfan. I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! Get ready for You Don't Know Jack, hosted by me. Subscribe today on your favorite podcast platform. Clovercrest Media Group presents a CMG podcast. Keys to the city. Keys to the city, baby. When you see us, so you know. Crossed up by Colby. We'll float to Shaq. And then Shaq goes like this. And the rest is history. Pay attention. Don't tell me what to do, devil woman. Speaking of those Lakers. But I, but I, hold on, fun. But I didn't make my I didn't make my I said Denver's going to win. Yeah, you did. You said that. There's no other show like that. Clovercrest is doing great things right now. Streaming everywhere. Looking for a casual baseball podcast to listen to? Well, Baseball with the Bard, presented by Clovercrest Media, has just what you're looking for. Tyler Bard and Noah Cross cover a wide range of happenings in the MLB and then dive into a deep focus on the Red Sox and Yankees. Join us every Sunday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time for your weekly dose of Baseball with the Bard. And a big thank you to all of our friends here at Clovercrest Media. It is great to have all of us on the same team. And speaking of teams, we are jumping into this match, which was an absolute banger. We had the Young Bucks Challenge FTR for the AEW World Tag Team titles. And if the Bucks lose, they can never challenge for those sweet, sweet championships again. Uh, let's let's preface this match here. Uh, I want a one-word reaction from everybody. Kyle. Incredible. Dylan. Excellent. Tyler. Fun. <laughs> All right. That was like that was like the uh like from like Sesame Street was like this is brought to you by the number <laughs> one. Okay. Joe, I don't know if you watched this match, but it was amazing. Can I get a, an adjective from you that is that is incredible or something along those lines? I will. Yes. The only word that comes to mind is stupendous. Ooh, oh, love it. Wow. Yeah. I'm going to have to just go honestly with a reaction and it's going to be wow. Uh, my reaction will be wow. wow here. So let's take us through the action here of this amazing tag team match. Listen, don't mind my hot take right in the beginning there. No, no, no. I'm, we're good. We're good. Um, <laughs> it, I will say it was a slow start, but they built up the momentum in this match. The finally, the Bucks finally got momentum, getting FBR, uh, FTR outside the ring and taking control. Hardwood punched uh, the ring post and missed an offensive attack, making a new target for the Bucks. Uh, a folly of missed moves caused both teams to be down and out briefly. Hardwood had um, 
head to the ringside trainer to be taped up for a potential broken finger or a cut on his hand. I don't know about you guys, but I was a little worried when I saw that. It was a good amount of blood coming from yeah. that man's hand. That seemed serious, didn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it was odd, too, because it was, you know, moments in wrestling when someone's, quote, unquote, injured, uh, you can kind of tell they're just kind of like stumbling He'll around. Carry on, really yeah. uh, but he straight up ran to the doctor. and The doctor was literally taping his hand and they even showed it. Uh, so that was worrying, but it seemed like he was okay. His injuries um, on the ring post. Is that what happened? Because yeah, he like straight up punched the ring post. I think like right after I that, that, he ended up running over. Break his finger? Or did he rip it open? Like why? What? What it the was heck bleeding pretty bad. I know that. Yeah. yeah, I saw. Well, there was a lot of blood. Lot I knew that blood. much. But yeah, it was yeah. <laughs> but I mean, he's a he's a savage because he said, "Doc, take this up, and I'm going to get back into this Go match." <laughs> Yeah, uh, so his injury had seemed to have uh, given him some gas, as we were talking about. He didn't lose any fight. Uh, he is hitting. He was hitting much harder and faster. Matt Jackson got picked apart by FTR, making his knee look like uh, he could pull. He could not put much weight on it. Uh, Cash would continue to focus on the knee and leg in the ring, attacking it relentlessly. Uh, Matt Jackson would get a second win, uh, but Cash uh, taking out. Nick, they continue to brutalize Matt. A uh, small cradle for the Bucks uh, resulted in nothing but a close two count. There was an Arn Anderson-style DDT and then a hot tag, and Nick would be on fire, delivering an intense attack on both members of FTR. But the champs in AEW would uh, would again gain control briefly until Matt got a blind tag uh, on Nick to catch Cash off guard. A massive bulldog tam team maneuver from the top rope from FTR uh, did not get the pin on the Young Bucks, and then they would do nothing but send amazing respect to all of these amazing tag teams that we know and love from wrestling, as they would hit a 3D, a twist of fate, a swanton bomb, all to result in a two count. Uh, can I get a show of the room here? Did anyone else mark out? Oh, oh God, yeah. yeah. I called all of them as it was going. I'm like, 3D! Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Oh gosh, dude! Yelling for each one that happened. <laughs> Tyler, it's funny. Same reaction, Dylan. I think you said you had the same yeah, two. Same here. Yep. Yep. I was, I was like, "Oh, this is great." Exactly. <laughs> when they hit the 3D, kept... I'm like, "What was that? Was that a Swan Don? Oh my god!" <laughs> no, that. That got me. It was real good. Um, <laughs> then, like we said, that resulted in nothing but a two count, and the Bucks would almost score a roll-up pin. FTR uh, back to throwing jabs, and the Bucks responded accordingly. FTR tried to copy DIY and do their signature finisher, which, can I say, Tony Schiavone uh, even said DIY on AEW television. Yeah. That, <laughs> to me, that was a big deal. Okay. Yeah, that was- yeah. That, that was the move that got me. I, I okay. lost for that. <laughs> yeah. like, Kyle, oh, Kyle, Kyle popped. Kyle popped for the announcer call. Let's hear. Like, no, no, no. I popped to the move. I popped to the move. Oh, okay. Okay. He said the Fair thing. Enough. He said the thing. It's like when they say the name of the movie and the, uh, <laughs> and it's like, oh, he said it. <laughs> exactly. FDR tried to copy DIY, as we said, but nobody can make it look as good as they did. That only resulted in a two count. A sharpshooter locked in. Um, both, uh, but Matt's leg isn't strong enough and he, to hold that move in place. Hardwood's hand kept bleeding a lot, and you saw uh, he was begging Nick to leave it alone as they kept attacking the injury. A V-trigger uh, resulted in a two-count, and Cash was basically saying not today as he was kicked out of that move. Uh, a mind-breaker would then be hit, but Matt uh, would get the break on the ropes. Dax hit a huge inverted figure four, and then Nick would dodge Cash's, uh, Cash, who went for a 450 splash. Bro, yeah, what? Yeah, who would have thought? Yeah, yeah. what? <laughs> 
We're going to go for a four switch splash, which resulted in a close two and a half count on Dex. Uh, there was a super kick from Wheeler. Again, what is Excuse happening? Excuse me? That soup. Can I just say, oh, no. I thought he killed him. Like, that, he kicked his mouth off. Vicious. Vicious super kick, which again, from him, from Wheeler or, or even Dak, you're just like, what was that? And then he would go for a springboard 450 splash. Oh, my Lord. Uh, he would miss, come up dry. Matt would hit a huge super kick, and they would pin him for the win, making the Young Bucks our AEW World Tag Team Champions. What a freaking match. Um, I was struggling to choose. If I had to choose a favorite between Cody and Darby and this one, I'm not going to lie. I have to choose the tag match. These guys absolutely killed it. And that finish when – you can Wheeler. tell I was excited because the, oh, world, yes. the, the, the I, capital letters and it, it's a mess. The script yeah, is this, real messy because I'm like, oh my god, I can't keep up. I can't exactly it's, it's happening. Uh, the, <laughs> the script, the script looks kind of like a Twitter feed of a president. But uh, anyway, uh, or or ex ex president. But anyway, um, so as I was saying, this match was absolutely fantastic. Wheeler went off in the end with that 450 splash. I don't know what happened to uh, all uh, no flips, just yeah. fists. They didn't stick to that mantra, but Dylan, take us through your uh, your reaction to this one. Okay, I'm really glad I got to start because I want to say this was my match of the night, and I don't think they did everything in their playbook, so I definitely think we're going to see more of this, and I'm all for it. These guys could wrestle every pay-per-view, and I'd be invested every single time. Like, I love both of these teams. Um, my favorite part of the match was, like, the DIY combo move because when they were doing all the legend things, I'm like, if – FTR doesn't do this, I'm going to be heartbroken. And they got yeah. in the corner. They did the race of the arms. I'm like, it's happening. <laughs> I marked so hard for them. I'm not even going to lie. Um, the match was so good. It delivered on everything. I'm talking years of build. And literally, I, I loved, yeah, I loved every second of it. It was great. And the this story, rivalry got the Bucks into Hot Topic. Uh, yeah. Back when they were like the first indie wrestlers to get uh, some shirts in the market, this this rivalry of these two, even though FTR or the Revival was in WWE at the time, their Twitter war got them a little bit relevant on that scene. And then suddenly, here comes everyone, the Bullet Club, all of them yeah. suddenly have T-shirts. That's they, uh, you know, even though Revival was with WWE, they can kind of take a little bit of credit mm -hmm. for uh, for indies going a little bit mainstream. No, for sure, for sure. Kyle, take us through your thoughts on this amazing bout here. Uh, I predicted this would be the match of the night, and it seems as though everybody agrees. This was mm -hmm. the match of the night. It was absolutely incredible. Probably, I don't know if this is recency bias or not, but it might be one of my favorite tag team matches of all time. That was incredible. Oh, wow, okay. I, I love this match. I thought it was just insane. I, I, I don't have, I don't have much more to say about that. It was just, it was so, so good. No, for sure. Uh, Joe, you and myself predicted FTR were gonna, was going to take the win and the Bucks were going to have to suffer this really tough stipulation, but we got that one incorrect. What are your thoughts? Well, kudos to AEW for not making things any more complicated on mm -hmm. their writers than they mm -hmm. needed to. Amen. And you know what? I, I have to say, I really was looking forward to talking about this match. Um just because I know how passionate you guys are about these teams. Them, yeah. And I mean, you know, look, we've been doing this show a long time and I don't know much, 
and I try not to know much, but I'm I'm really <laughs> seriously I'm I'm thrilled for the young bucks because I feel like they're they're up in it every week, a popular team, and it's nice that they were given that reward. Um the stipulation uh as it turns out was dumb, mm. but uh mm. whatever. I like it. It's just a wrestling thing. And and, and uh this match just stood out to me just just for that. So glad it was a and, good one. And can I say up to this match? Joe was perfect on the night. Yeah, he was. Joe had exact picks on the night up until this match. This was mm. the first first loss on the night for Mr. Aguirre. Absolutely. <laughs> Again, kudos to AEW for throwing an old legend like me off my game. I didn't see it. <laughs> I, I thought they had me with the, I thought. I thought I was like, I see what you're doing. Uh <laughs> and, and you know what they did? They flipped out at a two and a half count. So nicely they done did. by them. The right team won here. That's exciting for AEW. For sure. For sure. And speaking of picks, really quickly, I saw that Dylan's uh, mom is actually watching. We already talked about the Darby and Cody match. But Dylan, I just want a quick take. How, how do you feel that your mom got that match right and uh, listen, listen. you didn't? I, I just know I should never bet against my mom, you know. She, uh, she was marking out in the corner. She was like so excited when you won. And I, really, I got a I got a snap from your mother. Yeah, 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 yeah. He entered the ring like here he comes. I'm like, oh. and like, don't get it twisted. Like I was happy as she was because like I love mm. Darby Allen. I just didn't see him winning tonight, and, I, did, and I, I was happy. It was great. Uh -oh. oh, for sure. I see comments. Here we go. There she is. There it is. There it is. <laughs> Yay, Melinda. <laughs> oh, for um, for our audio listeners, that was uh, Melinda Dillon's mom commenting. That's right, with a bunch of exclamation points as we showed Darby Allen with the TNT Championship on your on the screen here. So, all right. Well, good job there. I just wanted to. Uh, go to that one. Sorry for ribbing you a little bit there, Dylan. Had to use it. She went perfect on the night. Maybe she's the champ. I don't know. No, oh, okay. Fair <laughs> enough. Yeah, right. Fair We're going to include the comment section next time. Next, next, uh, Kyle, what's the next pay-per-view for AEW? Do we know? That'd be Revolution. Revolution. That's correct. Thank you. I, um, Dylan, we might have to get picks from your mom for Revolution. Yeah. Uh, full, full picks. Full picks. <laughs> All right. So, oh, we want to jump into this one first. All right. Oh, did I go wrong? Did I have it in the wrong it, order? No, you're good. I was going to go with uh, Sammy, but let's do this one. Oh, Tyler. yes. Yeah, absolutely. Tyler, that please take us through. Me. Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> I needed to be. The, I needed to be the one yeah. to talk about. This. Sorry, <laughs> I got carried away. Can I say though? Can I say though, Tyler? I was going to take Sammy and Hardy so I could give you this one. Regardless. Oh, okay. So. Yeah. Was, and honestly, Noah, this was not on purpose. This was completely. I scrolled too far. Oh no no, no. you're you're good, homie. I know you're really excited to talk about MJF. I I so. am. I'm always very excited so, to talk so about MJF. Take it away, sir. It's your show now. Uh, yep. So the match started out with the back and forth that these matches of the, like the Goliath start with the like, boo, yeah, boo, yeah, of just the punch for punch uh, that ended with a clothesline from MJF. The action immediately spilled outside of the ring quickly. Jericho would grab the camera as he does and film MJF on the ground. That's uh, Jericho's staple. He loves grabbing the camera from the cameraman and giving his own perspective on the match. Uh, Jericho would go for the Judas effect on MJF, but would hit the ring post instead. Both men would then exchange bites. Yes, bites. Uh, Jericho would hit a big Frankensteiner after a flurry of top rope fists. The men would go back and forth with those fists for a, uh, once again, coming blow for blow in this match. MJF would then lock in the salt of the earth. Jericho would roll through and lock in the walls of Jericho. 
MJF would hit a code breaker, which uh, disrespectful. MJF, I, I love you. Never, <laughs> never, never, ever do that again. Uh, he'd hit a code breaker uh, and then a uh, heat sealer for a close two count. Jericho would pop up and hit a code breaker of his own, and Jericho would go for a Judas effect, but MJF would reverse it into the salt of the earth. Then out came Wardlow, and we all knew what was coming next. He brought out MJF's diamond ring, where but then Jericho would grab a bat. MJF pulled his best Eddie Guerrero impression and pretended to be hit by the bat and fell to the floor just in time for Aubrey Edwards to turn around and notice that it looked like MJF had just been hit with this baseball bat. As Jericho was trying to prove that he had done nothing wrong, uh, he would be rolled up by MJF for the three count. Jericho and MJF would then hug, and Jericho would welcome MJF to the inner circle. Wow. Uh, I This didn't go as uh, extraordinarily as I may have hoped it would go. I thought this could have been main event caliber, and it really just felt like another mid-card match on an episode of Dynamite. Um, it, it was it was a lot of fun. I enjoy that this uh, is going to keep going because now we see uh, the two of them be having their arms raised by the respective, uh, you know, rivals. Uh, so I'm excited to see where they go with this moving forward. I don't know if you agree with me, Noah. Uh, no, I mean, in the sense of the style of this match, I would definitely agree that it wasn't as amazing as it kind of was built up to be. Uh, if the Sheeta and Rose match had a build that this one had, I feel like we might have had a little bit more momentum going into theirs. Uh, and I would say this one that just had a huge build and not a lot of delivery. So I was a little disappointed by that. I'm not surprised to say the least, though. Uh, I do think at the end of this, we're going to see Wardlow and Judge Hager go at it. Uh, they don't seem to be liking their new setup with the new members. Yeah, they were of staring the, at each other. Oh, yeah. A lot of tension there for sure. So, I mean, with that being said, I don't know. We'll, we'll see where that one goes. Yeah, staring at each other. And uh, Hager just got, uh, he's a week and a half off of an incredible fight where he got absolutely bloodied and beaten, but still won. Mm. Uh, so that is a bad man right there. And uh, Wardlow better look out. No, absolutely. Kyle, what would you think of this one, sir? Um, I'm in the same boat where I was kind of disappointed by this. This was a match that when both men got signed, this was kind of a dream match for me. I I was very, very excited. Obviously, Jericho's Jericho. MJF, I've been watching for a good couple of years before uh, AEW was a thing. Mm. And I, I loved I, I loved the dynamic of how their characters worked, how they did promos. The, every segment they did, I always enjoyed that. Um, I do think that the, we'll get an, at least one other match out of this eventually. Um, so maybe that'll be better, but I was, I was kind of disappointed by this, unfortunately. You're, you're agreeing with the rest of us, sir. Dylan. Um, yeah, I mean, this wasn't like, like a match of the night. It could have been, um, I don't think it helped that they put this second to last. I'm happy you said that. I'm happy you said that. If they switched around the card, then I like, I thought the tag match could have gone even main event, but, um, this this yeah, match, this yeah. Um, I think it, I mean, like, I'm really happy that MJF won because this whole dynamic is going to be very interesting to see on more Dynamite musicals. every week. I mean, probably not more musicals. I, oh. I but uh, <laughs> anything these two do, it, they touch in a good gold. So I mean, I'm excited for that. Good stuff, uh, Joe. I I know you didn't watch this one, but I don't know if Tyler talked to you about it. Any feelings on this match? Uh, did I pick this one right or no? 
Um, ten oh, seconds. Hold on, hold on. Joe had. Uh, I believe so. You yeah. had Jericho. No, Joe, you had oh, Jericho. No? Oh, this I is where you screwed up. up. Yeah. This is where you screwed up. No, all right. Let me be fair. I remember saying, and I don't want to have to pull the videotape, but I did say um, that I thought it was possible NJF could win, but then he would all immediately quit the inner circle, which mm. obviously isn't how things panned out. Well, I think that we, was my prediction. Yeah, I think I stole that after you said it. But listen, <laughs> because I have zero knowledge. Listen, uh, I don't like Chris Jericho, and I never have. And I'm sure Wait. that hurts everybody's feelings. I'm shh, sorry. Shh, shh, shh. Let him talk. It's never a Jericho fan. I'm glad he's. I, listen, I, I, I will say this. I respect him a lot as a wrestler. I was just never a big Jericho fan. I'm glad he's on AEW. I think he brings the name and the notoriety that they need to to be what they are. And he's a huge name, and that's the reason why this match is was placed where it was because mm. it doesn't make sense otherwise. Um. But again, I mean, I think it just goes to show how smart AEW is with Jericho uh, and, and the things that they're, you could build anybody up through Jericho. I mean, and, and, and from what I've seen, they've done a pretty decent job of that. Um, okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go around the room after. Joe, please finish. My, my final thought is this. MJF um, is a good man. And he needs to be in the inner right. circle. You're so forgiven. This, this You're forgiven. Works, no. <laughs> you want from me? What Everything's, do you want from me? Everything is forgiven. You ever come at Jericho again? Yeah. You ever come at Jericho ever I didn't again? Come at Jericho. All I said was what I said was. Listen carefully to my words. <laughs> I was not a fan of Jericho. It doesn't mean I don't like Jericho. I don't respect Jericho. It doesn't mean I don't see the value in the the name Chris Jericho. I mean, he's become a pop culture guy. He's even surpassed wrestling. So, I mean, that's great for him. He just never, he was never my guy. Put it to you like that. I love Jericho. I think he's great for AEW. So don't misconstrue what I said, Tyler. All all is forgiven. Thank you. Fair enough. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Well, hey, uh, Dylan, I wanted to talk about a quick point that you made with uh, how you said that you thought this match should have went a different spot. Because I thought that last night, when I saw that it was going to co-main event, I said to myself, really? Like, even before it started, and then afterwards, it was even more solidifying that it shouldn't have been in that spot. I think even if they switched the match we're going to talk about next, like the Sammy and Hardy with that match, it might have been even a little bit better because we would have had high expectations for the um, Chris Jericho match, and then it kind of didn't really do it. Sammy and... um, Matt Hardy, it's whatever. So, right. and then we had the main event, which is supposed to be the cream of the crop. So, I feel like that would have been a, a better ascension uh, than kind of it was a little bit wonky to say the least. At least in the, the booking of the order here. So, next we'll dive into a match we skipped over. This actually happened before the Jericho and MJF match, and uh, I don't know how your guys is like this match or not. I'll say if we didn't talk about this, it wouldn't hurt my feelings. Um, what? Yeah, I kind of want to talk about it, but. <laughs> So, Sammy Guevara versus Matt Hardy here in the uh, Elite Deletion match. The match started out with Sammy pulling up to the Hardy compound in a golf cart, obviously, that said Spanish got on it. Okay, the golf cart. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) And Hardy would squish that golf cart with a monster truck. The match would go through the woods and end up to an outdoor ring that was conveniently set up at the Hardy compound. Okay, I didn't think you said that. This is at the Hardy compound. You didn't start with that. Yes. Uh, The inner circle would run out to uh, help Sammy, uh, just seemingly coming from somewhere in the compound. 
They must have been hiding. <laughs> they must have been hiding there for a few days because the security there is top notch. Uh, Hardy, <laughs> Hardy would then be uh, relieved by a private party, and then Hardy would light up some fireworks. And I put a question mark after this one because when this happened, I was like, "What is going on?" Like winning, um, winning yeah. is going on, Noah. <laughs> I'm like, "What is happening?" Uh, Sammy would grab a firework of his own, and uh, the two would have a firefight, uh, no pun intended here, shooting uh, what looked to be Roman candles at each other. Massive uh, Roman candles. Yeah. Huge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they, when, they, when he when he hit Sammy in the ass, I was like, oh, God. No, that hurt. no like he was, he was shooting him at him. He, he was shooting him at him. It was nuts. Uh, Hardy would then hit a twist of fate uh, on Sammy. Uh, then Gangrel would show up to keep yeah. Matt from throwing him into the pit of uh, the, the, I'm sorry, lake the lake of reincarnation. Thank you. The lake of reincarnation. Uh, what what was some reactions here when Gangrel would pop in here? I mean, Tyler, take us through your thoughts. But there, we have other cameos. We'll talk to about those. Yeah. Let me just say, um, I completely missed that. I, I happened to look down at, I must've been texting Noah or something. Cause I was like, Hey Noah, can you take over or something like that? And uh, I look up and Gangrel's in the ring. I'm like, wait. So I had to go back a second and see what the hell happened. And how did I miss that? Um, personally, freaking awesome. I love these cameos. This was like a night of cameos and uh, paying homage and paying respect to some of the WWE legends. Uh, whilst, you know, being an AEW, I, I've really, really enjoyed it. Okay. Very good. Very good. Um, let's see here. Sammy would throw hurricane helms into the lake of reincarnation who would show up. Uh, Kyle, I hear you laughing about this one. <laughs> this was I, I, like, I, to, if stand I, back. Yes. <laughs> this moment saved this match for me of, with hurricane helms going into lake of reincarnation he would come back as gregory helms and then appear uh and then appear again and sammy would throw him into the lake of reincarnation a second time kyle what were your thoughts on this moment oh i, I love this i i <laughs> I, I, I thought this whole thing was just great dude <laughs> i i love these so so much these these are some of my favorite things i look forward to i i love matt hardy matt hardy's a freaking genius dude and <laughs> <there he is. laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, <laughs> Dylan! What was your reaction uh, when we saw Hurricane Sean Helms here? Um, it was it was a quick pop. I'm not gonna lie. I was really I was really happy seeing this because I mean, like you see these matches and it's like this stuff happens and it's it's just always a a good thing to have these pop up. And I thought what they did was funny. It was good. It was needed. So I liked it. Absolutely. And Joe, I, I, I'm sure you know who Hurricane Helms is, correct? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Look, this whole I mean, all the pictures you just showed up here uh, during this match makes me want to watch AEW. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, Noah, I don't Noah, know. Noah, you saying he hated it. I, I, I didn't love was, it. I don't know what was happening, but that looked awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it was a it, to be honest, it was a beautiful disaster. We'll get to that. Let's, let's get through the rest of the action here. Um, Hardy would then I'm coke gonna... Sammy into the <laughs> Kyle. Kyle, correct me if I'm incorrect. He would coax him into the Dome of Deletion is what we called it? Yes. That is okay. The Dome of Deletion. Sammy would then grab the ring rope, uh, and he would look to choke Matt Hardy out. Sammy would uh, then go for a huge swanton bomb off of a ladder through a table for a two count, and he was up there. Like, 
up there. That was a big ladder. Matt was obviously very uh, on the, I mean, in the ring inside of this dome of deletion here where they had another ring set up. And this to me looked like it was over. <laughs> Good far. It sounds like. Guvara <laughs> <laughs> sounds like a mo- moisturizer. Thank you, Jared, for sharing. Gangrel, but honestly, if Jace, this this uh, Jace uh, from the Hard Hit Wrestling Show put up Gangrel and the Hurricane. Uh, if you were to tell me we were going to see these those two at AW right. Fogar, I'd tell oh, you you were insane. Like if anybody put that on the stream before yesterday's show, I'd be like, never watch our show again. Like <laughs> stop yeah. it. These are the guys. But it happened. So yeah, Sammy would hit this huge swanton bomb onto Hardy through a table only resulting in a two count. Hardy would then, uh, they would then lead back outside. Hardy would hit another twist of fate. Uh, then he would uh, spear, spear, sorry, spear Sammy out of the ring uh, apron through a table similar to what they did uh, at their at their last match where Sammy speared Hardy off of that lift through and the table. Him. And yeah, and Hardy hit his head very badly uh, on the concrete floor. He would then hit Sammy with a chair shot to the head and then deliver a second chair shot to the back of the head, which honestly was like not like Matt Hardy had murder on his mind. Like there's no other way to put it. it. Listen, WWE didn't let Seth Rollins do that to the fiend. And yet here we are. Mm, And here we are. (laughs) Uh, After that second chair shot to the back of Sammy's head delivered by Matt Hardy, he would pin him one, two, three. And obviously, we would pop a little bit of the bubbly afterwards and celebrate. Uh, so, as I said before, I had a controversial opinion. and uh, I mean, this match was okay. It was good. Um, I thought it was a little hokey at some points. The fireworks were kind of odd to me. Um, I, like I said, the definition of a little hokey. Yeah, well, I just, it just, <laughs> I don't know. It didn't sit greatly with me. <laughs> I really enjoyed the Hurricane Helms and Gregory Helms. Uh, the Grand Grill thing was all right. Um, when they got back inside, that was awesome. The headshots to the cha- with the chair, those were nuts. Yeah, this uh, was but, brutal. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it was a brutal match. It, it didn't. Watching the earlier of this match, it didn't seem like it was going to end this gruesomely. Mm-hmm. Um, but Joe. You said before you saw these pictures and you were like, dude, what's going on? Take us through what you think now after we got through all the action here. Look, I mean, I think Matt Hardy is just a legend. And again, he's just one of those guys. You can do anything with Matt Hardy. You know, I mean, it, it, it seems to me that that Matt Hardy has always been the kind of wrestler who's really dumb for anything. I mean, when you look at the way that guy lays his body out there, and, and has been doing for a really long time. Um, again, I mean, for, for, for AEW, I, I think it's guys like Matt Hardy and Chris Jericho really that get people like mine's attention. Mm-hmm. Um, so brilliant here. Uh, again, just some classic Matt Hardy stuff. Uh, Sammy Guevara, obviously, uh, you know, a, a, a fun guy who, sort of has Matt's abilities and, 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 you know, I, I would assume not knowing anything about these guys that uh, probably looks up to Matt a little bit. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. You know? So, I mean, again, for me, uh, you know, just having Matt Hardy on AEW is a win and to be able to get him to do, uh, I know that in Tyler's brain, uh, cause he's covered up on the screen by uh, hurricane Helms here. He, he thinks he's him. See how it's laid out right over where he's sitting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It is it is brain. He's like, yes, hey, have you me, have you ever finally. seen have you ever seen me and Hurricane Helms in the same place at the same time? You know you what? Are, I haven't. I well, guess I haven't. Isn't, isn't that a coincidence? 
<laughs> I can't say I haven't either. Well, speaking of that, Tyler, tell us about how uh, you maybe had a part in this match here. Tell us tell us your thoughts afterwards. How I had a part in this match? Well, you said you were Hurricane Helms, so that's how I was just going. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. how I ha- had a part in this match. Yes. Um, hold on. Let me get in character. Um, yeah, no, go. I was very excited to be a part of this match. Uh, I got a call um, from uh, the mower of lawns. Uh, oh, and you know, I, I wrote him, I wrote him in and I, you know, he parked me in the back and we were in the, the chamber and that's where he stayed. There you go. All right. Yeah. So, uh, take, take us through your thoughts of the action tie. Yeah, I really, I really enjoyed this match. Uh, I'm, and as anyone, you know, I'm, I also appear on the hard hitting wrestling show from time to time. Um, I've been very, very critical of these cinematic matches. Um, but this one was a lot of fun because it really kind of just felt like it was a cameraman following a ridiculous fight. It didn't feel like there was too much put into it um, production-wise except for a bunch of light men and a bunch of cameramen having to work in a dark wooded area. Um, But technically, very fun. uh, Lots of comedy. Uh, We had the guest appearances. We had the heavy hitting. We had the big match, the the big oh my god moment inside the ring or the oh my god moment uh, when he did did a swanton bomb off the top. Um, Very, very, very good match. I would give this four and a half stars. Good stuff. Dylan? Um, I like the match. Uh, I might be one of the few people who think this, but I think they should have done a little more editing for the cinematic match, I felt like it was too live. It was oh. just, like, as you said, it was just like the cameraman following him around. Yeah. It felt like uh, a bar me, fight. Yeah. For me personally, I like when these cinematic matches, they have like more into it. It's more like a movie feel. And that's kind of what I expected. Not taken away from the match. I laughed. I thought some of the extreme moments are great. And I think the most important part about this was all the callbacks. They did mm. the fireworks the Senor Benjamin at the end. Oh, yes. The three. You had the, the mower of lawns was in the background. I saw that. All these rings that have been, we've seen all these before. Uh, like, I, it was really great seeing all this. And I was like, oh, my God, it's that. And then I was, it's, it's <laughs> not Hardy is so good. And I, when they announced this, I was like, it has to be here. And it was. And I, overall, it was, it was great. It was a great experience. Mm. Kyle. This was very close to my favorite thing on the show. Very mm. close. I, I mean, you, you know, I've been watching these since Matt first started doing these, mm-hmm. and I, like I said earlier, I think he's a freaking genius. Just everything in here is just the utter wackiness and all the stupid everything. I love, I love this stuff, and I was sitting there the entire time just laughing with a yeah, smile on my face almost in tears because I was laughing so hard at some stuff. It was so, 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 so good. And again, at the, at the very end, seeing Senior Benjamin yep. probably got the biggest pop for me too. Yeah. Like I, <laughs> I, I love that. It was oh, oh, so, so good, man. I love this stuff. Good stuff. Well, yes, as we said, like, I know I, I, there were some parts of I enjoyed, some parts I was like, eh, okay. But in the end, left wrestling fans happy, so that's what's important. And that brought us to our main event of the evening, a clash of two titans, two guys who in their own respects are champions. John Moxley would defend his AEW World Championship against Eddie Kingston. Oh, boy, what a match. And they hit the ground running with major blows. Uh, both men betrayed forearms to start the match. Um, 
I'm sorry, uh, Mox would throw Kingston uh, out of the ring and toss him all over. Mox would grab a barbed wire bat and go in on Kingston, hitting him in the midsection multiple times. Kingston would be opened up in his mouth area. Uh, he would be very bloodied around his face. Does anybody, did he bite his tongue? Did, did we know what happened with that? That was a lot of blood. Mm. Yeah, I didn't see exactly what it was. Yeah, so that was the second time uh, that... There was an instance, obviously, this evening where there was real blood happening. It looked like someone actually was injured. We knew injured. that was coming. Oh, yes. Especially well, in this match, yeah, that's for sure. Mm -hmm. And with these two guys, too. Uh, Kingston would take a bar, would take barbed wire, wrap it around his fist, and punch Mox repeatedly in the face. And this, to me, was like, bro, why? Like, that must hurt. Um, Kingston would then lock in a Kimura on John Moxley, hoping to get the tap out. Uh, Kingston would set up two chairs to go for a superplex, but Mox would reverse it and put Kingston through them himself. Uh, Kingston would then pour thumbtacks onto the mat, uh, which, great. great. Awesome. <laughs> always love thumbtacks. Great. Pour thumbtacks onto the mat, as we always see that bag. There's one of two things. If Jake the Snake Roberts isn't in the room, we know what the <laughs> second one is. Uh, and he would be clotheslined by Moxley. Moxley would go for a paradigm shift, but Kingston would reverse it and slam Mox into the thumbtacks. Oh, God. Ow. Like, I, no. I loved that moment because they both very obviously did not want to be the one going in those tacks. Mm. And it was one suplex, then another, and they both just missed and missed and missed, and then ultimately Mox was the one who ended up going in. Mm. Kingston. Kingston would ultimately gain a little bit more momentum with uh, Moxley on his back. He would hit repeated groin shots on Moxley, trying to get him to quit, as this was an I quit match stipulation, meaning the only way to win is to make your opponent say the words, I quit. Um, he would never, uh, sorry, he would even pour rubbing alcohol all over Mox's body, <laughs> trying to get him to give up, which was uh, brutal. Uh, yeah, yeah, when I saw him with the rubbing alcohol, I was like, Oh, like we're taking the thumbtacks to another level. Like this is just <laughs> this is just evil at this point. Um, Kingston would put Mox in a headlock, then Mox would reverse it into a choke of his own. He would try to gain a little bit more of an edge to force that "I quit" phrase out of Kingston. Uh, he would hit a big paratine shift, but Kingston again would say no and want to stay in the match. Moxley got desperate. He would grab barbed wire, wrap it around his arm, and then hold it around the neck of Eddie Kingston in a headlock with the barbed wires piercing his skin as he was being choked out, ultimately resulting in Kingston having to quit the match, leaving Moxley as our still our AEW still. champion. Oh my gosh. Uh, Joe, I heard a bit of a reaction from you when I said thumbtacks and a few other things. Uh, what are you thinking and seeing all these images, the blood, the guts, the sweat, the weapons? What are you thinking here? So, again, I grew up early 80s. I mean, Sergeant Slaughter used to walk in and his head would already be bleeding for the match. <laughs> I mean, it was great. Uh, I love that. If there's one thing I have just not gotten used to, and that's maybe – I don't want to – I don't want to sound like I'm being soft here, but I've seen the thumbtacks now a couple times. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. I mean, these guys are in. Who thought of that? And why do they still do it? Oh, yeah. my God. It mm -hmm. is the worst. Every time I see that, I just cringe. Mm. You know, I mean, I, I love wrestling. And, and, I, and I make fun of the fact that wrestling is fake. Right. But that's not. 
There's nope. no, nothing to fake in that. I mean, it, it, it just goes to show, again, when I was talking about Matt Hardy and these guys that are willing to, like, destroy their bodies for your entertainment, to not be able to appreciate how great these guys are, how athletic these guys are. You know what I mean? It, mm. it, it just, but God, man, oh, I could never do it. I, I couldn't do that for $10 million. You mm. couldn't suplex me on a tax. <laughs> you got to watch Chris Jericho's in, interview on Inside the Ropes when he's talking oh. about him and Mox back in WWE, uh, talking about uh, a tax spot that Vince finally let them do. Hilarious. Because it was Jericho who wanted to do it. He was like, oh, we'll do a tax spot. And J Ambrose was like, great, yeah, let's do it. And then it turns on him, and, and he ended up being the one going through it. So he was not happy that he was the one that had yeah. to go through it. But he did it anyways. For sure. I got Dylan. this one wrong, right? Yeah. I thought I thought Kingston was going to win, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. yeah, I think I thought. And you convinced so me. Well, right. So now let me ask you this. I mean, because I'm an idiot. What do I know? What, what happens to Moxley now? Is he out or what? No, Moxley won. Moxley won so yeah. Moxley's the champ still. Kingston I mean, quit. Right. So what does that mean for Kingston? He just quit that match? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, you see, it's, it's basically you saying, like, verbally saying, I quit. You can't so, this could have also been, like, an uncle match. Is right, that what right. you're telling uncle, me? Uncle, yes. uncle, yeah, yes. yeah. Right, okay. See, I guess for me, I thought the match meant the other guy had to quit. Oh. Sometimes oh, that okay. is the case. That is sometimes sure. the case with an I quit match. Well, um, I would have, my vote would have been very different if I knew it was John Moxley's <laughs> just going to, like, squeeze Eddie Kingston's face till he screams uncle. Yeah. <laughs> of course I would have picked that. You I mean like this? this yes. Come on. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> no, I was That's with you, though, picture. Joe. I, I, I felt like Kingston, if, if he was going to win any match, it would be something like this. Um, and this would have been a good spot for him. I am okay with the fact that he didn't win, but I'm also a little bummed. I would have liked to see him be the champion with his little faction he's trying to build. Mm. Oh, I got you. I got you. All right, let's see. Kyle, what would you think of this one, buddy? Uh, I think we made it pretty well established how big of an Eddie Kingston fan I am. Mm. And I was watching this match very much. Like, they, they had me a few times. Um, when he got the rubbing alcohol out, for example, I'm like, he uses that. And he actually does something with it. He's probably going to win the match. And I was yeah. sitting there that whole time, like this is totally going to happen. It just didn't. I was like, I was like heartbroken. And at the very end, when he had him in the bulldog choke with the barbed wire on, and you just barely can make out Kingston, just go like, I quit. Just like yeah. barely hear it. That that hurt, man. That that really yeah. really hurt. They broke the thumbtack rule. Usually, the guy who goes through the thumbtacks is supposed to lose. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that no, that absolutely. that hurt me, but it was it was fantastic. These these two are masters of storytelling throughout every promo they've done to this match. Been incredible stuff, and I I hope we get more of it in the future. I don't think we'll get more like in the days mm. to come, but like again, like later on would be nice. I'd like to see mm. it again. Absolutely, Dylan. Um, you know this match really performed like higher than I expected. Cause for me personally, you look at this card, this match isn't like my number one. Like I'm so excited for this. You got like a stacked card and I'm like, this is the main event. And it's like, I'd rather see other matches. Now this, it was great. I liked it. The hardcore aspect, which you knew was coming. Both of these guys, um, they performed 
incredibly. Uh, the things, just as you guys said, the things these guys put their bodies through just for our entertainment. And I mean, there's a thousand people in the crowd, maybe. You're not getting as huge as a reaction as like a packed stadium. So, I mean, they're even still. Yeah, exactly. They just putting it out there for us and major respect to both of them. Um, yeah. Great match. And yeah, I picked Moxley to win it. And it made sense that he did. So there you go. Tyler. I was winning all night. <laughs> I was in first place <laughs> all night. And then uh, when, who was it that lost? When Cody lost, it became a uh, three-way tie uh, for first. And I, that was going into the end where we all had picked Hardy. So I'm like, oh boy, yep. coming down to the main event. So we're going to have a champion tonight. Uh, and it did set up. A, uh, a championship opportunity for two people. Um, but I, overall, I really enjoyed the match. Uh, I'm glad it went the way it did. I think Mox is a good champ, but I would have really liked to see Eddie as champion. It's, but it's okay. I'm not that disappointed. Mm, for sure. No, like I, uh, I think I do agree with Dylan's take is that it was a good night. I enjoyed it. Uh, obviously, it was the main event. But there were definitely other matches that would have left that bigger of a boom at the end of the show uh, than this one. But uh, ultimately, I think the finish was badass. Uh, and, I, and I'll say this. Uncle Anthony described it as that. As you all know, I talk about Uncle Anthony a lot. He said that finish was badass with the barbed wire around the arm, around the neck of mm-hmm. Kingston uh, and Moxley securing the win there. So that was great. And that leads us into our bracket can we put up the final bracket there as you see kyle is the winner of aw full gear got the most matches correct in fact the only match that he got wrong was kenny versus uh adam page so he started off poorly and recovered and that was it from there though he 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 got it going picked up momentum and did not stop running but all of us had a really good night i think the most we got wrong was two matches each so yeah um, yeah Kyle won, and then everyone else tied. For, yeah. Technically, we all tied for fifth. Isn't that how that works? No. Yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you get the higher. Oh, do you there take you the higher? Okay. 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 I mean, we uh, can pat second, ourselves on the back. Good second job, fifth doesn't matter. I still yeah. won, and you all lost. So. <laughs> there you go. That's true. Uh, if you ain't, hey, uh, there, there's a wise man who said, "If you ain't first, you're last." Yeah. So, <laughs> so there you go. Um, overall. Good show, uh, Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we're gonna we're gonna close the show here with Hurricane Helms uh, over the screen. So, Tyler, give us your overall reaction to the show and your rating out of five because we're marquee wrestling fans. Absolutely loved this show. This was, in my opinion, one of the best pay per views they've had yet. Absolutely worth the money you had to pay for it. I will definitely give this a four point eight out of Ooh. five. Damn, Dylan. Um. Yeah, I have to agree with Tyler. This was. From top to bottom, really good. I think my rating, I'd say 4.6. Mm. Kyle? Give it around four and a quarter, I think. Okay. Good, good. Four and a quarter. I would have to go probably the four and a half-ish range. I thought it was a great show. There was a lot of good matches. Uh, there was a couple that really kind of took the steam out of the evening, and I would say that towards the end of the show, the last three kind of did – I'm sorry, uh, the last two kind of took that steam out a little bit as well, but the ending of the main event really pulled it off for me, so that would put them at around a 4.5 in my book. And with that being said, that was AEW Full Gear. We hope you enjoyed watching that show. The next pay-per-view is going to be AEW Revolution. We'll be right back here with P- 
picks, obviously, with reactions, obviously, and hopefully seeing who gets that W for the next show. But next Sunday, we'll be right back to talking all things AEW Dynamite. Every Sunday, 12 o'clock noon, we cannot wait to see you then. With that being said, thank you for joining us, Joe, who had to run quickly. Uh, Dylan and Kyle, my best friend there, Tyler Bard. I'm your host, Noah Cross. We will see you next time for more Crossum Wrestling Entertainment. Thank you. Listening to the Crossum Wrestling Entertainment Podcast.